Welcome to the Wheatful Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Goff, and I'm so excited you're here. I'm an online product shop owner over at Wheat & Honey Co., a business strategist leading women-owned, profitable, and purposeful businesses, and your host here at the Wheatful Woman Podcast. Join us as we have fun and soulful conversation with a bunch of girlfriends pursuing a life full of intention and purpose. We are here to give you space and tools for your holistic wellness journey and hope you leave each episode feeling a bit more full than when you came. All right, Wheatful Women, let's dive in. Hey, hey, Wheatful Woman community, welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is about idolatry. Woo! (laughs) Idolatry. Here we go. As I was preparing for this episode and praying over this time together, this theme feels heavy. This word is heavy. But I felt the Lord revealing to me that this space today isn't intended to be heavy. It's intended to be convicting and refining and sharpening, but it's not intended to be heavy. It's actually intended to be light. As we acknowledge the reality and the responsibility that comes from God's warning against idolatry and idolizing things that are not Him, things of our flesh, things that lead to temptation and to evil and to bad choices and distract us from Him, I feel that He wants to reveal some blind spots that you and I have today so that we can take a deep breath and walk forward in our life knowing him more. So I hope today as we talk about this theme of idolatry that you would feel that. My prayer over this community is that the Lord would come and that he would open our eyes, that he would reveal to us hangups that we have that are causing us harm and breaking his heart. I pray that He would lift those things from us and show us the way to walk in His truth and His love and His fullness of peace and away from these things of the earth that are hurting us and harming us and distracting us from His true full life for us. In Psalm 16, 4-5, we see that the sorrows of those who run after other gods will increase. Their sorrows will increase when they run after other gods. We also see here in Psalm 16 verse 5 that He has made us secure, that He provides ultimate security. And I'm starting there because of that word secure. I know for me, I don't know about for you, but I know for me, a lot of times I'm tempted by false idols, by these other things that I idolize that are not my God because I'm seeking security. And I forget that God is the only source of my security. Jonah 2.8, the ESV translation says, those who pay regard to vain idols forsake their hope of steadfast love. Whoa. (laughs) I'm just going to say a big whoa. 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 Those who pay regard to vain idols forsake their hope of steadfast love. I don't want to forsake my hope of steadfast love. Do you? Exodus 20, 3-6 ESV says, You shall have no other gods before me. No other gods before me. He comes first. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath, 
or that is in water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the inequity of the fathers on the children to the third and the fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing steadfast love to thousands of those who love me and keep my commandments. He says we shall have no other gods before him. And as obvious as that sounds, I'd be willing to bet every single one of us have pursued an idol that is not him. What are things that get in the way of God being our only God? What are things that distract us that we don't even realize are taking our eyes off of him? This can be idolizing ourselves, and that's not always in obvious ways, but it can be pride. It can be in wanting to have everything figured out by not wanting to inconvenience other people that we loved. We idolize ourselves and think we can do it. We are enough when the truth is we're only enough in Him. We idolize ourselves. We idolize our loved ones. Sometimes we look to our earthly father to be our ultimate protector when that's not the truth. We idolize security, whether that be physical or financial. We idolize approval and acceptance, our relationship status, career advancement, career success, our title, our health, our class, our appearance. We idolize food. We seek joy out of the things that we eat. We idolize intellect, comfort. We idolize affirmation. Do any of these things ring a bell for you? Do any of these things pop up as blind spots that maybe, just maybe, we didn't realize we were idolizing? Do any of these things lead you to believe they're going to bring you more security, more comfort, more assurance, more peace, more joy than our God? Matthew 5.30 NIV says, And if your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Wow! That's a lot. The Word of God is very clear in its warnings. God is so good to go before us and to send His Holy Spirit to guide us because there are many opportunities for us to stumble. God warns us about idols. Do we take His direction seriously? Do we take Him seriously? Why might God warn us against idols? Maybe you see some of those things and hear some of those things and think, I don't see the big deal. He warns us because they distract us from Him and not in a way that we eventually work our way back but in a way that we lose sight of God permanently. These idols, these things that feel harmless. Oh, I just like Chick-fil-A. It brings me joy. I do like (laughs) Chick-fil-A. But the second that I look to Chick-fil-A to be enough, to be joyful, it's an idol. Sometimes those harmless things and those little things of us just wanting to be our best just getting by. It was a hard day, so I'm just, I'm going to make that decision or think about that thing or eat that food, whatever it is, because then I'm going to be better and I deserve it. 
the only way that we're going to be better, the only way we're going to be better after a hard day is knowing whose we are and finding that fulfillment in him and him alone. So maybe there are things that feel little, but I want to open this space today and encourage us to view this as an opportunity and invitation from God saying, hey, Brittany, I love you. That little thing is actually a really big thing because in that decision you're making to pursue that idol of wanting more success, of thinking that you have control over loving the people in your life as big and as bold and as grand as you can so that they know how loved they are. The fact that you think that's in your control to make others know their value and their worth. Oh, sweet Brittany. It comes from a good place a lot of the time. A lot of the time it comes from a good place. It's rooted in the desire to love people in our life to the best of our ability. It's rooted from a place of wanting to equip ourselves to be our best. But where we fall short and where we're blinded is with the belief that it's within our control to show up. It's within our control when it's not. What is in our control is to be obedient and walking according to his will and how he calls us to live. To believe that there is nothing on this earth and there is nothing of my flesh that can fulfill me like my God can. It is not my job to make my loved ones aware of their worth. Only God can do that. It is not my job to find food or riches of this earth to fill me up. It is my job to trust that God does all of that for me. He's the only place of my security. John 15, 2 NIV says, He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. He yearns for us to flourish. He created you and he created me to bear much fruit. He gave us everything that we needed because we have him. And it breaks my heart and I know it breaks his that our world is so fallen that even when our intentions are so pure, we get hung up. Even when our intentions are so pure, we get hung up because we get distracted. I hope today this can be a space where we can realize some of those distractions that feel minor that actually are a really big deal to our Father. I want us to remember that He gave us everything that we need to flourish, that He has given us everything that we need for all things to work together for our good and for his glory. He's equipped us. He's called us. And we want to know more about him. We want to know him more and we want to make him known. So today in this space, I encourage us to think about those little distractions that maybe need to be taken a little bit more seriously. And I want to encourage us in moments of temptation where we're thinking about whatever those things are in our world, in my world and in your world. I want to encourage us to go back to God. I want to encourage us to go back to a song that's speaking to us, to reach out to a friend, to pray, to talk with the Lord, to just sit in silence and turn your palms up and listen. Sit in stillness and assured peace of knowing that he'll meet you there. Read the word of God in moments that we find ourselves consumed with the things of our flesh and of this world and false idols. I want to encourage us just to take a deep breath and to fix our eyes 
on our Savior. We created our Warrior Words tool that inspired this whole season of the podcast because we believe that sometimes we can identify with what we're feeling. I can tell you how I'm feeling, what emotion I'm experiencing or a circumstance that I'm facing and surrounded by, but sometimes it's hard to know where to go with my Bible. I don't know about you, but I find myself Googling, what does the Bible say about idolatry? What does the Bible say about adversity, about hope, about God's protection? What does the Bible say about that? And although I know my Bible, sometimes in those moments, I'm just not quite sure where to go. We created this tool because we wanted it to be at our fingertips. We wanted it to be an immediate resource in our pocket where we can say, God, I don't have time to waste. I don't have time to be confused. What do you say to be true? Our God gives us access to know him so that we can be more like him. He gives us free will to make the decision to pursue him. And he gives us unique desires of our heart that he intends to use. He doesn't have to use it, but he wants to. He wants to use you in ways that he can only accomplish the desire of his heart through you. And you're seeking of him. Nobody else can do what he's asked you to do. Nobody else can do it the way you can do it. So how do we get rid of these distractions? Because we have to be walking so near him. He has so much that he wants to do through you. We have to be our best. And our best is knowing that we're enough in him. And we don't need anything else. We are fully satisfied in him. How do we become more aware of distractions so that we can put him in his rightful place? in all circumstances. Lord God, you are the only God. You are the God that made the universe. God, you're so good to us. Lord, thank you for the space that you've created so that we can know you more today. God, I pray that the women that listen to this would not leave feeling like, man, that was heavy, but that they would leave feeling like, I didn't realize that before. God, I pray that any idols in our life would vanish because we would be so fixated on you, that we would be so in tune with you, and that we have the fullness of all love and joy and peace and security in you, God. Lord, help us to be women that live our life with that still confidence of knowing who you are and whose we are, and that we get to walk every step of our day radiating your peace and your light. Lord, I pray that you would see this community of women linking arms and kneeling at your feet, God, in full surrender, confessing where we fall short and asking you to show up, God, that we'd know you more, that we would learn, and that we would continue to walk the path that you called us to, God. There are women that are listening to this podcast today, and God, I just know, I just know that you have put something on their heart. I just know you have put something on their heart 
that only they can do. And God, I just hope that through my voice today, they hear you telling them only you can do that. Don't let the fear of failure, don't let insecurity, don't let questions that you are not worthy of my love and the way that I can use you get in the way because nobody else can do that but you. That is yours. I want that to be yours. And I made it so that it is. So are you going to do it? God, speak clearly over our hearts and our minds. God, I pray that women would feel a tight squeeze from you today, knowing that they're secure in you and you alone, God. Lord, we praise you. We give you all of the glory. We give you all of the glory, God. Amen. All right, ladies, we'll be back next week talking about adversity. I can't wait for you to tune in for our next episode next week on adversity. Make sure you go back and listen to our song for today and give God all the glory and all the honor and all the praise. I pray as always that the songs that we pair with these episodes would wash over you. And after this time that is spent with our Lord and our God and coming to know him more, that you would have a moment of still peace where you can listen to the words of these songs and have them wash over you. Today's song is one of my favorites, and I haven't even mentioned it until the end of the episode. just tells you how in the zone I was, but today's song is How He Loves by John Mark McMillan. This is the song that I walked down the aisle to at my wedding. To me, this song is the ultimate display of awe-filled reverence for his love for us. When I hear this song and when I hear the John Mark McMillan version, I am overcome with the reminder of how good he is that he pursues us, that he never ceases, and he pursues us. Whoa, how he loves us. And I hope today that as you listen to this song that his love would overwhelm you and surround you and uplift you. And I really hope that you'll be encouraged. I love you guys, and I'll see you next week. Did you enjoy this episode? Would you hit that subscribe button, leave us a five-star review, and share this podcast with a girlfriend? A great way to help us get the word out is by screenshotting this episode on your cell phone and tagging us at Wheatful Woman to your Instagram story. We'd love to hear your favorite parts of the show so we can keep creating episodes that show up to serve you. Thanks for tuning in, and we can't wait to catch you next time.